0: Welcome to the College Sports Insider, presented by the NCAA and Champion Magazine. I'm Jack Ford. So, if you've ever paid attention to the NCAA, you come to realize that it is a very big umbrella type organization. Some 1,100 members involved. And you might say to yourself, how then do they get anything done? Well, part of the answer to that question is the various committees that have been formed over the years that provide guidance um, and provide the governance that's so necessary for this organization and for the benefit of the student-athletes involved. And we thought, let's talk with somebody who has some pretty good experience in those and can, can help us understand a little bit about what goes on in those committees. So we're delighted to be speaking today with Shante Hill who is from St. Joseph's College there. She's the Assistant Vice President and Senior Director of Athletics and Recreation, and she has had a, a long and very interesting career in the student-athlete world. Shantae, nice to have you here with us.
1: Thank you, Jack. I appreciate the opportunity to be here and to discuss
0: let me start with with your background, because you were also a, a, a student-athlete, very good basketball player, captain of your team. Talk a little bit about, about your college experience and, and how it made you decide that you wanted this to be your profession.
1: Uh, I had an awesome student-athlete experience. As you mentioned, I did play basketball. I played for uh, Long Island University, CW Post Campus. And I certainly enjoyed uh, not only my teammates and my experience with the coaching and as well as traveling and getting to see, uh, you know, places and people that I normally wouldn't have gotten to see. So I had a great student athlete experience, and I think all those things have shaped me and kind of gave me that internal drive um, to further my career in athletics.
0: And give me a sense of your, your path, your journey that has gotten you to St. Joseph's now.
1: Oh, it is an interesting one, and it is not very traditional. Mm -hmm. I started out um, as in my professional career as an athletic trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Worked as an athletic trainer for a number of institutions before I got the itch to say, Hey, you know what? I, I want to be involved in the policy making side of it. I want to well, can be I
0: can interrupt for one second sure. because having been a, a student athlete football player myself, nobody knows more than the trainers. oh <laughs> they 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 are, I've always said, they are the real source of information and often guidance within our world as student athletes, as you saw.
1: And I would agree with that. If you really want to know the pulse of your athletic department, um, and sometimes the campus as a whole, you could go to the athletic training room, um, and you'll find out all the information that you might want to know. Uh, You know, student athletes are, uh, they have the opportunity to confide lots of things in their athletic trainers, but there's a lot that goes on in the athletic training room. Um, So if you really want to know what's going on in your athletic department, you go to the athletic trainers. They are the ones who... And uh, they, they come in contact with student-athletes and coaches and staff administration as a whole. So okay. they they hear it all.
0: Yeah. So that was a great springboard for you then. And, and I interrupted, but you were starting to say where you went from there.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so after athletic training, I had the opportunity to move up to assistant athletic director and senior women administrator, um, which piqued my interest even more into the world of athletic administration. So. Um, I did a number of programs. It's very fitting that we're talking about committees, but we should also, get to also be talking about the NCAA programs that I've gone through. I've been through a number of them, the NCAA uh, Pathway Program, the Leadership Institute, and a number of other programs that have really helped me to catapult my career in athletic administration. So. Um, it's kind of a, a world win, but that's how I've come to the end result here of being a director of athletics. Let me,
0: let me talk a little bit, um, a step back, about some of these programs you mentioned. Sure. Right? They're designed, as you said, to catapult people, to give them a, a, a better sense of opportunities that are available to them, how they pursue those opportunities. And it's a, it's a fairly new phenomenon it has been developed over the years. How important were they for you?
1: Uh, extremely important for a number of reasons. Uh, one, they give you the opportunity to network with other administrators within the field. So you get to um, you get you develop insight about aspects of other portions of the country, so to speak. Um, you know, the athletic administrators that were in the program come from institutions from Division one, Division two, II, Division three, and you get a really broad, Um, insight as to hey you know what sometimes we we are in the weeds on our own campus or within our own conference that we lose sight that there's a whole new world out there a whole uh, bigger brighter world and things are happening that I may not be paying attention to because it doesn't involve so much my campus or my conference so that it it introduces you to that but in addition um, to the network It also introduces you to the programming piece and I think the NCAA does a wonderful job of knowing um, what you will need as an athletic administrator to be successful. Um, Things such as media training, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. We can speak a a lot about media training, um, budgeting, right? Lots of things that they give you insight to and give you the professional skills and help you really hone in on those skills so that you're successful as an athletic administrator. Yeah,
0: um, Let me move now to this notion of, of committees. All right. And you, have in the course of your career, have served on a number of them. Uh, currently, among other things, you're the chair of the D3 Division three Management Council. Let's start with that. And then I want you to talk about some committees. So when, you, when, when somebody might say to you, the management council, what does that mean? What's the answer to that?
1: Uh, management council uh, for the Division Three membership is it's the body that really listens to the membership, mm-hmm. um, whether it is specific issues on the campus level, the conference level, uh, but really membership-wide. And the management councils. Our job is to kind of listen to all of those things and provide sort of a collective voice for the Division Three membership and move um, what our agenda would be uh, forward. So that that's really our job for the Division Three Management Council. All
0: right. So that that explains that part. Now let, let's talk a little bit about committees, and we'll mm-hmm. stay within your realm, Division Three. Give us a sense of some of the the types of committees that are out there, and then we'll talk specifically about some of them.
1: Uh, Very fitting, as I'm just coming from the Strategic Planning and Finance (laughs) Committee. Um, So that is one of them. You have a number of committees. You have association-wide committees, and you also have sport committees, and then you have your committees that affect divisions. Uh, The sport committees could range from basketball committee. So so there would be...
0: Essentially, each sport would have their own committee.
1: That's correct. And what they are. Yeah, tell me about them. What Mm -hmm. do they do then? Those committees uh, come up with, um, it could be potential issues or kind of ways to fix things that are happening within their sport. Now, if it is a playing rule, right? So we also Uh have a playing rule committee. Um, But it's just really to enhance. How do we enhance? the uh, student-athlete experience within that sport. So we also have a championship committee. And what will they do then? The championship committee talks about how do you enhance championships for student-athletes. Within that committee, you can talk about travel. You can talk about the finances of the championship. Um, you talk about events happening at the championship, and probably a bigger one is location of championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all those things go into the development within a committee that really enhances the, the student-athlete experience at the, at the end of the day. It's about the student-athlete experience, the well-being, and um, sort of, if I had to put it really generally, or um, I would say at, within each committee, the student-athlete and their experience and well-being is always at the
0: core of it. How about the, the the membership of these committees? Who then will be sitting on, and let's stay now with the sports committees and the championship committees, who would be the members of these committees?
1: Um, well, that's the good thing about committee work is that you get to hear uh, broad aspects from individuals that encompass the entire um Association Division Three membership, I should say, Um, the type of people that would be on it. The good thing about it is that anyone could apply to be on a committee. Uh, Now that we also have a nominating committee, (laughs) (laughs) who actually does the selections. Uh, but anyone who is very interested in getting involved within the Division III membership, and uh, whether it's a sport or association-wide committee, could apply to be on.
0: There. When you say anyone, you're talking about people who are members of one of the, the 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 institutions that are part of the membership.
1: So yes, it could be an administrator. Now mm-hmm. there are certain parameters for each committee, oh, yeah. um, but it could certainly be an administrator for a committee. It could be a coach. Um, on a committee. It could be a president on a committee, a mm-hmm. chancellor on a committee. Um, so there are different parameters for each committee, but the good thing about that is that it's open to anyone who is looking to actively participate and be a, uh, for lack of a better term, a change agent within the association.
0: And do you find that in your experience and the committees that you've seen, do you get that breadth of experience on it? Do you get administrators and coaches and perhaps even and presidents and athletic directors?
1: Yeah, and that is one of the best things about the committee experience is that you are open to different ideas and perspectives that you would not have thought about um, mm. maybe just in your region or your general area. So okay. I'll give you an example. Uh, a couple of years ago, we were talking about baseball. Now, baseball in the Northeast is very different than baseball, let's say, potentially in the southeast. So maybe those in the southeast were not thinking about whether that is effective so many competitions in the northeast. Um, and But you get that by being on the committee and having those different backgrounds from several in, uh, individuals that bring that to the table. So. Um, you know, committee work, if you're really looking to get an in-depth and broader picture of the landscape as a whole, um, that's where you can do it.
0: Let me ask you about the one that, <clears throat> excuse me, you mentioned you just came from, and that's the Division III Strategic Planning uh, and Finance Committee. Mm-hmm. That sounds impressive. <laughs> Strategic Planning and <laughs> Finance. Uh, what, what goes on there? What are, what are the types of issues that you're dealing with?
1: Uh, so we take a look or we try to take a look at the broader picture. So um, what is the movement or what is going to be the pattern? And we really try to plan out for the next five years, six years, seven years down the road, what is going to be the, the items or uh, the issues at hand that we need to plan for? Um, and how do we um how do we prepare our resources to help the Division Three membership and accommodate them to be prepared for the things that are coming within those five or six years?
0: When you talk about the committee membership um, – it, it sounds like you're talking about significant investment of, of, of time and, and, and your personal resources. Mm. And you're all busy people, the ones that we're talking about here, these committee memberships. You, you, as a director of athletics, you talk about administrators and coaches and even presidents of institutions. So these, it sounds like these can be demanding in terms of your time. Are they?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Indeed it does. But when you're having fun and you're enjoying them, I guess it's not too much of a time demand. Mm -hmm. You learn so much, sometimes you get lost in it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if you want to do it and you want to be a part of it, that you don't mind the time that it takes to do so now. Don't get me wrong. There is some juggling, lots of juggling, because <laughs> like, you still have your commitment. Like we your... got to get you out of here in time to get on a plane, as a matter of <laughs> yes, fact, to that's get you right. back. Yes. Um, but you, you juggle in the best way that you can, and hopefully you have uh, good support back on campus that mm-hmm. can keep the ship afloat until you get back. All
0: right. well, are you able to get the, the voices of the student-athletes as part of these committees that we're talking about?
1: Absolutely. So on most committees, if not all, a student athlete advisory committee member um, joins us because we really want the student um, voice. We really want the student experience. We want to understand what is it that students want? Um, Are we meeting their needs? Because at the end of the day, that's what our job is, is to meet the needs of our student athletes.
0: That's a, I I don't want to say it's a relatively recent um, addition to the committees, but it wasn't always that way. Um, Do you, looking at it, having had your own experience as a student athlete and now seeing these young people who are on your committees, uh, give me a sense of the types of things that they can contribute, the student athletes can contribute to these committee meetings and these committee discussions and deliberations.
1: Uh, Well, I have to say they are wonderfully smart, very intelligent um, individuals, students, right? Students first before student-athletes. So their perspective um, is so insightful for the work that we are doing. Again, I'll go back to um, the work that we are doing is for them, Mm. it's for the student athletes. So to not have their insight and to not have their input and their experience, their background, um, all those things that they bring to table would be a travesty for what we're doing. Um, You would essentially be doing lots of work without having input for the people that you're doing it for. Um, So they are very intelligent, uh, highly intelligent students. And they bring a wealth of information. Uh,
0: and as you said, it's a good reminder having them there that this is what this is all about is, is these young people.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: if, if you were to be talking with someone who is, who is younger and just wants to get involved in this area— and has said, look, I, I saw your background and all the things you've done from the time that you were a student-athlete to the time now as a director of athletics and all the things in between. And they're just getting started, and, and they said to you, how significant do you think it would be for my own professional development, for me to get involved even early on before I'm at the level that you're at, but at, at the, uh, almost at the, the sort of entry level in the, the world of college athletics? How, how would you answer that?
1: Well, I would tell them that there, first and foremost, there are, is nothing uh, prohibiting them from right. doing so. There are a number of programs that we offer um, within the associations as a whole and also on the divisional member um, membership level to be able to do so. Um, you have programs for ethnic minorities, mm-hmm. students to get involved. You also have programs within um, the career and sports Program, but uh, and then you have facilitator programs. So there are tons of programs that you are able to get involved with um, that can give you that entry level or your foot in the door type of experience, as you just kind of explained. So there's nothing prohibiting them um, from getting involved. It is a great resume builder, um, but again, it goes back to it also opens the door to a different network, right? So a student or a young Um, let's say someone who is young trying to start in the business or get into the field, this is a great way for them to have access to so many different individuals that they may not have had access within their region, their campus, their conference. Um, So it's a wonderful way to do so.
0: Well, Sante, we certainly appreciate your spending some time with us and giving us a sense of, of all of this and a better understanding of it and you know how busy you are, and we promised we'd get you out of here so you can get on a plane and get back. But I do want to thank you for helping us understand all of this, and perhaps we can talk again down the road. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks so much for having me. All right. That
0: does it for this edition of the College Sports Insider, presented by the NCAA and Champion Magazine. I'm Jack Ford. We'll look forward to talking with you again real soon.